Welcome back to TKM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tracewell. On this podcast, we talk about sports debates, topics, events, anything really going on in sports. Man, y'all thought I forgot about the NFL Championship Weekend. What a weekend that was. The Eagles and 49ers and the Bengals and the Chiefs. Both games were not as what we thought they were going to be. The Eagles and 49ers game, 31-7 ending. Eagles go on to the Super Bowl. The Bengals and the Chiefs, 23-20 Kansas City. Super Bowl 57 matchup, Eagles versus Chiefs. So let's discuss the NFC Championship game first. Jalen Hurts was 15-25 for 121 yards. Not that great of a game, especially from electrifying offense like that. Now Brock Purdy got hurt in that game. I think that was the saddest thing we've seen. This game was supposed to be a defensive matchup, but also an offensive matchup. And Brock Purdy going down, and then the four-string quarterback, Josh Johnson, coming out, and he gets a concussion. Then we see Brock Purdy return, but he can't throw the ball more than three yards. It, it was just sad to watch. Christian McCaffrey had a throw pass at one point. McCaffrey had 15 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey was trying his best to keep this team in play. You notice throughout the game with some of the penalty calls and with no offense, no way to throw the football, that all the 49ers could do was run. And the Eagles knew it. And the Eagles just stacked the box. They were ready for it. You think about these types of games and what they mean. The conference championship games are supposed to be the best two teams in your conference going head-to-head to to go to the Super Bowl. And yes, these were the two best teams in the conference. But without a quarterback, there's no way for one team to win. The San Francisco 49ers were my pick to the Super Bowl. With that incredible defense of Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and Hufunga, all pro bowlers, I thought defense wins championships. I think this is the best defense. They're going to go to the Super Bowl, and they're probably going to win it. But no, no, that didn't happen that way. Look out for next year. The 49ers will be back. They're going to have a very good team next year. The Eagles, we're going to see what they got in the Super Bowl. Now, they're going to be the favorites, but we'll see what they got. We're going to see how they really pan out together. Jalen Hurts, always trying to prove himself. Glad to see him there. He absolutely deserves it. Now let's get to the highly anticipated match of that weekend. The AFC Championship game. The Cincinnati Bengals travel to Airhead Stadium and play the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's 3-0 versus Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is also dealing with a high ankle sprain. That's a 6-8 to eight week injury. And man, what a performance he put on. He was 29 of 43 for 326 yards and two touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, almost on one leg, put on that type of performance. His greatness just shines, and this is why he's the MVP this year. And for me, this is why he's the MVP almost every year. The guy is just incredible. Now Joe Burrow, on the other hand, was 26 of 41 
for 270 yards, one touchdown, two picks. To me, I consider it one pick because the pass he threw to T. Higgins, the guy was double covered, Cook hits it, flies over T. Higgins' head, and then it was intercepted. That was just the luck of the draw. What factors caused this game? Well, Joe Burrow's two picks didn't help. Joe Burrow's offensive line was awful. The Bengals' run game was non-existent. Tyler Boyd getting hurt and some penalty calls. So a lot kind of went wrong for the Cincinnati Bengals, but they only lost by three points. But also some stuff went wrong for the Kansas City Chiefs too. Juju Smith-Schuster goes down. McCole Hardman goes down. Kadarius Toney goes down. Travis Kelsey has back spasms. We have Marcus Kemp, who I believe was on the practice squad, who made his way up, and Sky Moore on the field with Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter. That's insane to me. They showed up. They helped him. Now MVS, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, had six receptions for 116 yards and a touchdown. He showed up to play. When they needed somebody the most, MVS was there. He burnt Mike Hilton, and he torched Eli Apple. The Bengals' defense, as well as they played, couldn't stop a guy on a high ankle sprain, a guy with a back spasm, and MVS. Now, the other factor is Chris Jones. Who's my MVP of that football game? He's played in a lot of playoff games. Has never had a sack in his career. Gets two against Cincinnati this past weekend. And the second one was in a crucial moment. It was a game-defining moment. Let's talk about the offensive line. You had a couple backups in there. They didn't play too bad against the Bills. uh, Joe Burrow played well. Joe Burrow didn't have to really worry about sacks. They gave up three sacks in the first quarter. That's horrible. And I know people say, well, Joe Burrow's been sacked. He's one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the entire NFL, and he still went to the Super Bowl last year. That eventually catches up to you in some games. It really does. In some moments, you don't need to be sacked. Their run game. Joe Burrow had four carries for 30 yards, and that led their run game. What is Zach Taylor doing with his run scheme? So you're telling me they can play the Bills, Joe Mixon can run 100 yards, but Joe Mixon plays this game and only runs 19 yards? And Samaj P. Ryan gets 22? You're not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs by throwing the ball every single time. You need a little bit of run game. To have, almost, to have 40 yards of run game out of your two prime running backs and 30 yards from your quarterback, that, that's horrible. You know, you paid Joe Mixon a lot of money to be there to get the yards to help you win, and he's only getting 19 yards off eight carries. He needs to be getting more carries. The receiving game, though, I think I think Cincinnati's receiving game showed up. T. Higgins played great. Double covered, touchdown. Jamar Chase on a fourth and six. They throw it up to him. He's double covered. Makes an incredible catch. Jamar Chase was six had six receptions for 75 yards. T. Higgins had six receptions for 83 yards. Tyler Boyd only had two. He goes out with injury. I feel like that changed the game a little bit. Because with Tyler Boyd, they probably would win that game. Had those two catches for 40 yards, that made a big difference in the game. Hayden Hurst had four catches for 37 yards. 
I like Hayden Hurst. He was a great pickup from Atlanta. Perfectly what they needed. I wish they would use him a little bit more. But it is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. I kept telling people, Kansas City's eventually going to beat Joe Burrow. Is it going to be, is it going to be this past weekend? I didn't know that. But I got a feeling that Patrick Mahomes was going to turn this around. The Bengals talked a lot of smack after they beat the Bills. They were very, very confident. The Chiefs didn't say a whole lot. What ultimately happened is, no matter even, even the penalties, there was a lot of penalties in both games, but to me it didn't really matter. At the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes got it. He won. He played great. He played better than Joe Burrow. He showed everybody why he's the best quarterback on the planet. The one penalty I think that bothers everybody is the late hit call on Patrick Mahomes that sent them 15 yards up the field, put Harrison Bucker in perfect field goal range, and sent him to the Super Bowl. I don't like that call just because I don't like a penalty being the factor of a team not going to a Super Bowl. If you watch it and watch it and watch it over again, he committed that penalty. That happened. I mean, there's no way to avoid that. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. February 13th is going to be a fun day for everybody. I think we're all going to enjoy that game a lot. Cincinnati will be back. San Francisco will be back. There will be no worries about that. We got some other news this past week. Tom Brady retired. Now, a lot of people are doubting it because Tom Brady retired last year. And then he came back. I think this guy's done for real this time, though. Tom Brady's a seven-time Super Bowl champ. He's a five-time Super Bowl MVP. He's a three-time MVP in 2007, in 2010, and 2017. He's a 15-time Pro Bowler. He holds the most career passing touchdowns with 649 and the most career passing yards, 89,214. Now, we all love this guy. We can definitively say that Tom Brady's the GOAT. There's no question. you got seven Super Bowls. You've broken all these records. you played 23 years. You've made the name that you're that guy. Nobody's better than you in this league. I'm grateful I got to see you play. You were one of a kind. When everybody thought you were out of the game, you made it happen. Down 28-3. to Won the Super Bowl. This guy's incredible. We're going to miss him. But I'm excited to see him in the booth. That's going to be really fun. We're going to love that. But then the question to me started to appear a little bit. We always talk about after, right? And this isn't to crash his retirement. We're going to start end up talking about who is the next guy. Every year there is a guy or a team, but most likely a quarterback, who stands in the way who you know your team is going to have to face to go to the Super Bowl or to win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady was that guy for so many years that made people challenge the fact that they're going to have to beat him to get there. And not only beat him, beat the six-time Super Bowl head coach Bill Belichick with the best defense on the planet. That's a lot to ask from a lot of people. We sat here many years wondering what teams could beat him but going to 10 Super Bowls and winning seven of them, most of the time, none. The only teams that beat 
Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, or the New York Giants, they did it twice, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Nobody else could do it. Now we look towards the future. Who do we think is going to be that guy? Take the role. People would say Joe Burrow. Some people would say Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. No, it's not any of those guys. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's only been in the league for five years. He's been to five AFC Conference Championships. He's been to three Super Bowls in four years. One, one of them against the 49ers and lost to Tom Brady in the second one. And now he's on his way to play the Eagles in his third Super Bowl. Think about that. You've only been in the league five years. You've been to five consecutive AFC Championship games. And now you're going to be playing in three Super Bowls. We have at least another 10 to 15 years with this dude. This dude is going to take over the helm. He might go down as the greatest quarterback who ever played. But do I think he'll reach seven Super Bowls or win seven Super Bowls? I don't know. He might reach seven, but I doubt he'll win seven. There's been a lot of great quarterbacks in the NFL. Nobody's ever accomplished that many Super Bowl wins like Brady has. Not the great Joe Montana or Peyton Manning. If he's passing all those guys, then who's ever going to catch him? I say that because it's going to be a question we're going to ask. Patrick Mahomes will never catch him, I don't think. But will he contend for that title as the greatest quarterback to ever live? Oh, yeah. I think he will. If he can win at least five, if he can win five, yeah, he contends for that because of the talent. His talent and his greatness alone with the Super Bowls might be able to push that conversation into contention. Now, there's a lot of people that's going to say that's, that's not possible, but that's in every sport. You get a lot of people saying Michael Jordan's the greatest. You got a lot of people saying LeBron's the greatest. It's going to be the same conversation in the NFL. Is Tom Brady the greatest? Or is Patrick Mahomes the greatest? We might never know. Now, overall player, probably the greatest player in NFL history is Lawrence Taylor. He's unmatched. But because of Tom Brady's Super Bowl wins and the records he's broken, he's going to get all the love and credit. But I'm happy to see him in the booth. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. He's going to be calling games for many years. Enjoy retirement, man. Go to Fox. and Have a blast. We only know how much the future is going to hold now. I'm excited for it. The new era of football finally arrived. As that era goes away, a new one is born. It's going to be fun, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to TKM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tracewell. I will see you guys next Friday at 7 p.m.